I'm joined now by RNZ business reporter Nicholas Poynton. And Nicholas, there's some good news for A2 Milk. Yes, good afternoon to you, Charlotte. Yes, A2 Milk has posted a strong return to growth as a change in strategy is starting to deliver on its promise and has put the company in a position to return value to shareholders. The specialty dairy company's full-year profit rose 42% to $115 million, while revenue increased by close to a fifth to more than $1.4 billion. The stronger earnings were driven by a bigger marketing spend, which improved sales with with the company reaching a record market share in China for its infant formula. Chief Executive David Bortolusi says the result marks a turning point for the company and it's on track to hit its ambitious growth targets. We're delighted to be able to deliver double-digit sales and earnings growth in a challenging market and we're really pleased with the progress we've made in stabilising the business, refreshing our growth strategy and improving our execution. This was part of our plan. So last year at our Investor Day, we shared a plan to grow our business from $1.2 billion in sales to over $2 billion in sales over the next five or more years. So that has a growth rate of around 9 or 10% implicit in that. And today we've announced the first year of our plan delivering double-digit growth and we've announced an expectation in terms of our outlook to deliver high single-digit growth next year. So we're very much on track to deliver our plan to grow sales to $2 billion. That's A2 Milk's Chief Executive David Bortolusi, and the company also plans to return up to $150 million of spare cash to shareholders by way of a share buyback. And we'll have more coverage of A2's result in the rural news just after the 12.30 headlines. The cinema software company Vista Group has posted a steeper interim loss as its associated business in China suffered from COVID restrictions, but the company is upbeat about the future. Its net loss for the six months ended June is $18 million, including a $13.8 million write-down of Vista China. Chief Executive Kimball Riley says global operations are largely unaffected despite the China business, with revenue increasing by 39% as blockbuster movies return to the big screens. He says after a few bruising years, the industry is coming back. Yeah, I believe that in most of our markets it is returned to normal. And you know, our customers are super busy. You know, they're working hard, right? Don't get that wrong, right? Um, but uh, overall, box office is still heading, trending in the right direction. For 2023, we see a significant slate of, um, of content. And as I say, people are, are very, very comfortable um, and very enthusiastic, actually, in terms of going back to the movies. That's the chief executive of the cinema software company Vista Group, Kimball Riley. And the company has upgraded its full-year revenue, car- revenue forecast, that is, to be in the range of $123 to $128 million, which is $5 million higher than its previous estimate. The chair of the U.S. Federal Reserve has made it plain and clear over the weekend that it will continue to its aggressive monetary tightening to get inflation back under control. At the central bank governor's meeting at the weekend, Jerome Powell said the interest rate hikes would continue, although he gave no clue whether the next rise would be 50 or 75 basis points. But he said the policy would undoubtedly cause pain to businesses and households. That triggered a slump of between 3 and 4% on US stock markets. The Fed is seen as having no choice but to continue its policy of big interest rate rises, which well-known economist Mohamed El Arian says shows the Fed is playing catch-up and calls into question its analysis and policy decisions. 
If you want to be charitable, you would say that the changes were all exogenous and unanticipated. Who would have anticipated the war in Ukraine? But, you know, inflation was a problem before the war in Ukraine. The U.S. inflation rate for mid-February was already 7%. I think it's complacency. People got used to a certain macroeconomic yeah. regime of insufficient demand, and they didn't pay attention to the extent to which COVID has changed the underlying dynamics so, of the global economy. It was complacency. That's Queen's College President Mohammed al Arian. And it's time now for an update on the markets. And we're joined by Belinda Stanley of Craig's Investment Partners. Good afternoon, Belinda. Good afternoon, Nicholas. Well, Belinda, as we were hearing just before, uh, the, the comments here from uh, Jerome Powell triggered a bit of a sell-off on Wall Street this morning. We've had a handful of corporate earnings. How has our local market reacted to that all? Yeah, well, we're down this morning, really, taking that lead from Wall Street, but only down half a percent. The S&P NZX 50 is at 11,547, so just down 61 points. And probably the result from A2 Milk has helped that. A2 is up 50 cents at 5.96, so that's up almost 9%. Um, just looking at some of the other stocks in our market today, we've got Auckland Airport there down 7 at 7.61. Contact Energy down 4 at 7.84, EBOS down 44 at 37.98, Fletcher Buildings down 9 at 5.58, and we've got Main Freight down 10 at 76.40, uh, we've got Port of Tauranga up 3 at 6.93, Sparks up 2 at 5.29, Ryman Healthcare down 14 at 9.05. And Belinda, how's the Australian market looking? Well, the Australian market, they are currently down 135 points, so that's almost 2%. So quite a slide over there. And just looking at some of those leading stocks, we've got BHP down 42 at 42.39. Uh, Coles Group's down 30 cents at 17.35. CSL's down 2.67 at 2.92.83. Rio Tinto's down $2 at 96.65. Telstra's down 6 at 3.97, Woolworth's down 42 at 36.34, and Zero's down $4.01 at 84.01. So a bit more of a slide in their market today. And the New Zealand dollar? Uh, a lot softer against all our trading partners. Against the US dollar, we're at 0.6111. The Australian dollar, we're down at 88.99. The yuan is down at 4.2264. The euro, 0.6149. The pound, 0.5227, and the yen is down at 84.52. And Belinda, that just leaves interest rates, oil and gold. Yeah, so those 90-day bank bills are just up to 3.49%. Brent spot oil is at 103.76 a barrel, and gold's down $2.52 at $1,734.27 an ounce. Thank you for that, Belinda. That's Belinda Stanley from Craig's Investment Partners with our market update. Time just to tell you that rising costs have more than halved restaurant brands' first half profit. The fast foods group profit for the six months ended June slumped to $15.3 million from $34.5 million a year ago, which was boosted by U.S. government COVID assistance. And that's business for now. We'll bring you a wrap of the day's news and numbers at around half past five in Checkpoint.